keep trying through no matter what happens and just keep trying to fulfil your goals. What does courage mean to you? From standing up for what you believe in to physical acts of bravery, how do you provide students with experiences that build their courage and strengthen their self-belief? It takes courage to grow up and become who you really are, E.E. E. Cummings. Always been something of the plucky underdog about our school. <laughs> so first of all, obviously, that's what Ned Allen was. Again, he was, you know, he was the he was the guy made good and he must have hustled. I think he would have been, I think he'd have been a gamer, actually, if he'd been around now. <laughs> but, um, you know, he would he, he was ducking and diving in and out of those bear pits and brothels. But he was also making life work for him. And he definitely had to show some courage before he made it as Renaissance man. There's no doubt. And, the, and you can just see that in the kind of, um, in the accounts of the of, of his life and the kind of people he ended up mixing with and John Dunn and his father-in-law. And, you know, it, he travelled and that takes courage. Um, and he had a vision and he made that vision real and that takes courage, enormous courage sometimes. So again, it's there. But also then, in the, the kind, we, have, we have these sort of two foundation myths. One, we've got Edward Allen. And then the other thing is, in the 19th century, when, we, when his College of God's Gifts split into two and became Dulwich College and... Uh, Alain's for the aspiring middle classes and so that sense of um, hustle and we got to work for it and we got to show grit and determination and it hasn't all been handed to us on a silver spoon that is there in this school and I and again there's just courage about that and how we see that manifested today I mean obviously there's individual courage every single day every single day one or other of our you know our, our kids will do something that pushes them beyond their comfort zone and if they're not then we're not educating them properly so you know Whatever it is, whether it's I've just had to do that little presentation in English or I had to try and run a little bit faster on the on the sports track or I was, yeah, I was, it was my violin that you were hearing most in the orchestra because my mate wasn't there or whatever it is. But I also think there's real courage in owning your voice and expressing what you really care about and you really believe in. And they do that. And again, we've got hundreds of examples of that, but just their advocacy. They really care about equality. They really care about inclusion. The Minority Student Union is a really powerful um, motivating force in this school. So is our gender equality work. So is now the newly established but really, really significant um, neurodiversity club. All those things are about saying, I am proud of who I am and I believe in who I am. And I think our children I won't say uniquely, because I'm sure there are other schools like this, but I, I, I must say, I think it is incredibly rare. Our children absolutely have the courage to be who they are. They really do. And it, I think it is so inspiring. You know, they just are. They, there isn't a model. There isn't a one type fits all. They, uh, yeah, they are at ease with, with themselves. That takes great courage. That's Jane Lunnan, head of Alain School. And this is episode four of Alain's Rock On, Courage our new school podcast, which seeks to deep dive into a broad range of subjects and transport you into the world of Alain's. Courage is found in unlikely places. J.R.R. Talking. Alumni and co-founder of an artisanal morning essentials delivery business, Butter and Crust, Oliver Brenman, Browns 2013, offers insight into starting a new business and how lessons he learned at Alain's strengthened his self-belief. In respect of, of, of kind of courage, um, in some ways it wasn't, there's, there's, in some ways it was courageous, in some ways it wasn't, because it, in, I'll start with why it wasn't, because firstly it was very low risk, 
I was I didn't give up my job. I started it just on the weekend. Um, it was a business that required very little money to get going. I needed to buy a bike and then kind of everything after that. Um, we were kind of um, making money as we were spending money on, on products and, and, and so on and so forth. Um, but it was courageous, I suppose, in, in, in a respect because you do have to still like put yourself out there a little bit. And, you know, every, all your friends and your, your people from school are going to see that, you know, you're, you're throwing your hat into the ring and you're, uh, you're, you're giving some sort of enterprise a go. And, you know, I think a lot of people are quite reluctant, aren't they, to put their face out there and say, like, oh, actually, I'm, I'm going to have a dig at, dig at this enterprise or whatever. I'm going to try and start my own business. And I suppose that, that was courageous. And I think, you know, I, I think a lot of that probably does come back to you know school and stuff like that i think you know Alain's is a great institution for for um you know giving kids a kind of uh, a self-belief um and for kind of feeling like you know they kind of have it within themselves to do something interesting to do something new to um uh you know to to, to do things that um other people, you know, might not might not have the have the confidence to do, and so yeah, in some ways, I probably do 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 owe that to 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 Alain's just the kind of belief, I suppose, to 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 give something a go, and also you know to have that network. You know, I, I ended up starting the business with a with a friend from Alain's who kind of came to me and said, "Hey, I know you've had this idea for a long time about this kind of bread business. You know, why don't we give it a go together?" And so, you know, I suppose Alain's put the two of us together in that respect, and 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 now here, here we are. You know, I, I think probably I've always felt encouraged to, you know, like speak up in class and, uh, you know, to say things, to speak to the teachers afterwards and stuff like that. Probably being a right nuisance to a lot of the teachers at school by by, by saying lots of things. So. There was there wasn't necessarily this kind of moment that kind of unlocked things. I always probably felt quite uh, nurtured and almost in some ways pushed by by the teachers in my school to you know like speak out and say what I thought and raise ideas and stuff like that. Um, and then as for kind of having times where things have wavered, there's definitely been some <laughs> some bad, you know, some tough times, really. We've had a couple, couple of times where suppliers have, have messed up and we've ended up with just no, like, bread. <laughs> and that's a disaster. And, you know, you're, you're drafting some comms at 5am to explain to a family why their bread and pastries aren't going to arrive this morning. And, and you feel like, you know, the world is just, you know, collapsing on you. Um, and likewise, you know, there's been some times where we've been out on our bikes and we've just been caught in a storm and we've been unprepared for it. And it's been horrific, both for us on, on our bikes and also realising, you know, all this, all these lovely products which people have paid for are now <laughs> soaking wet. And so we've definitely had some tricky times. Um, but, uh, you know, we've been, we've been really lucky that we've, we've, had, we've had customers that have been really supportive and really got behind the brand and really like that we're you know some local guys delivering you know giving something a go and we're a big part of the brand and we deliver everything by bicycle and there's lots of sustainable elements to us and so we've we've been very lucky i suppose to have have very kind of sympathetic <laughs> customers maybe to have uh you know who, who have, have let us make mistakes and actually that's one of the things i didn't realize is Particularly when you run a small business, just like 
there's so much goodwill that surrounds that and generosity that you'll get from customers and people that will want to help you. Um, you know, such as you know, Alain's. You know, speaking to people today about you know how how you know just seeing what we're doing and thought you know how can we how can we help you and and so on and so forth and and so you definitely once you once you get going, I think you start to find that there's actually people who are really willing to help you kind of along every step of the way um, and just just kind of keep you going, I suppose. Let's go back to Jane Lannan, who talks further about how courage is manifested across the school. We've always been a leading school, so we, we, we have and we pioneered and we do things differently. Um, and that also t takes courage to, to get in front of things and to try things out. And it was 50 years ago that was by being co-educational. That was, and you know, but really, really making that live. And, you know, and now we're finding it, that's finding expression in what we want to do in, in technology and in digital. But also, so one, you know, really, really pushing the boundaries of what might be done uh, educationally and in other ways. But two, standing up for what we think is right in terms of mental health with technology. And, you know, yeah, get rid of mobile phones from the school day. And, you know, that's... People said you can't do that. Yes, you can. You can if you really believe in it. And everything we're doing about mental health, belief in proactive pastoral care and how we can share together and talk openly about those things, that all takes courage. So it's so much who we are. Finally, there is also just a thing about physical courage. I mean, our CCF, again, the sports provision, Duke of Edinburgh. Hunt, I mean, you know, our kids will go and several times a year sleep, as far as I can see, sleep on the stone cold ground under one piece of canvas and they think nothing of it. And then they'll walk for miles and, you know, they just, there is quite a lot of physical endurance and, you know, just, and teamwork and solidarity demonstrated in every, every day in this, in the school. So yeah, a lot of courage. Recent alumnus, Zaki, Spurgeon's 2022, talks about his experiences in the CCF and the challenging conditions he faced on an Arctic survival trip in Sweden. We were basically just in the middle of nowhere. We spent some nights inside this little cabin and some nights, uh, well, we were meant to spend another night outside, but we couldn't, so we had one night in the snow hole. The way a snow hole works is you basically make a massive mound of snow kind of, I, I don't know, like five or, five or six metres long, a few metres wide, and then you just hollow out the inside and dig down, and then you put loads of like ferns on the floor to kind of insulate against the snow. And then, so you, and actually it's surprisingly warm, like it's, it's and then you just chuck your sleeping bag in and your roll mat and you just sleep in there. And uh, it was really good. The one thing that was like, had to be a little bit careful about was that we had to do watches with a like, with a candle, just to make sure the oxygen like circulated through properly. I mean, it's, it's no big deal because there's like two massive holes on the side, but you know, you just have to like make sure you stay awake during a watch. So that was the only thing, but yeah, if you say, so, yeah, that was it. But it was good fun, yeah, it was fun. And um, I was just like, the landscape is just incredible. Like the snow's kind of like, kind of knee height roughly in the deep area, in the deeper parts. And it's just like forest as far as you can see, like no, nothing, like no civilization or anything, completely silent. And, it's, and also at night, like, because obviously in London, like, you can't, it's quite difficult to see any stars, but like the sky's completely crystal clear and it's just, a, it's it, like very, very beautiful thing. It's just like lots of just really cool experiences, basically. And that's kind of how I feel about CCF. Alain's, it just provides you with the ability to have lots of really interesting and cool experiences, whether it's within the CCF or outside, because you can apply for like, like other courses through the MOD, through your CCF. So like you can go like scuba diving in Malta and all kinds of stuff. Pilot officer and DT technician at Alain's, Danny Cork, talks more about CCF and the benefits for pupils who take part. 
Um, so I've had uh, discussions with other members of staff that aren't involved with CCF. Uh, and one of them said to me once, how many do you get going to the army or into the forces after? I said, well, not many. You might get one a year. Um, but they use that as a, a route through education, majority of the time. Um, engineering degrees, some go to become medics. Um, but it's just a route because of what they've achieved in the CCF, they're able to then take that into the MOD in it, whichever um, section they decide, whether RAF, Army or Navy. Because um, we're not here to make soldiers, we're not here to make uh, fighters, we're here to make leaders take that into the real world no matter what you do in in your life and where you take it it's being able to lead a group being able to follow as well not necessarily be the leader but also follow the right way and stand up for what you think is right it's, it's quite corny but it's like it's a family and they they make friends they don't necessarily make within their year groups because they mix with quite a lot of nines uh, tens the elevens twelves and the twelves and thirteens mix really well as uh, ncos so they teach the younger ones um, and they become really good friends. But what they teach them is how to become leaders themselves. Uh, so um, they do leadership tasks, they do um, section attacks within the army. The um, Navy and Army, as well as the RAF, all do navigation skills, orienteering. Um, they all go on tri surface camps where they, again, they camp over and they just build a really strong bond with each other. Um, and the life life skills they learn is just fantastic. Being able to cook in the field and sleep overnight. So I've only done my first camp ever in March on one of the coldest nights, but seeing them do it and go through it as well was fantastic. Really enjoyed it. Zaki goes on to talk more about the gender balance and structure of the CCF and his role as head of Navy. It's like 65% girls, so, or 60%. I think it's somewhere between, it's definitely majority girls though. That's what, um, that's what I've been told anyway. But yeah, no, I mean, our RSMs are girl. So like lots of our leadership positions are girls. Like, um, yeah, it's a, very, it's a very mixed activity. And yeah, I think that's one of the best things about it. Like head of Navy is basically, there's the way it works in, in, uh, in our CCF is there's a RSM who's kind of the head cadet. And beneath that, you've got like heads of each section. So RAF, Navy and Air Force. And so you're kind of just in charge of managing all of the people in Navy and just making sure, because there's teachers that kind of, there's staff that help run things, but you just have to kind of, you know, make sure everything's organized, make sure all the lessons that are happening are working fine and everything. When you're in year 11, you do something called CADA, which is like basically the, a year's worth of like training and then a, a week long exercise, well, five day exercise at the end to uh, become an NCO. So to become like a kind of student leader, basically within CCF and throughout that year, like you're going to make mistakes all the way through. And even as an NCO, of course, you make mistakes as well. But like it's just about learning from them and kind of just trying your best to to provide yourself a, to provide a good kind of role model to younger to younger cadets so that they can become the next like NCOs. And so it just kind of continues on. So, yeah, I would recommend it. Um, it's obviously not something that everyone's going to enjoy because it's not everyone's cup of tea. But like I think. Because it starts in year nine, at least at Alain's, everyone should, well, not everyone, but as many people as possible should at least try it out because especially like at a school like this where there's so many different opportunities, like there's literally no, there's no harm in trying something and realizing you don't like it and quitting after two weeks because you don't. But if you do enjoy it, then that's something you're going to enjoy for like the next five or six years. So, you know, and it's the same with like all of the other stuff that's on offer here. So I feel like if you just have an open mind to just trying things, you're, you're going to have a very nice time. So yeah, that's all I'd say. 
Jane Lunnan goes on to summarise how Alain strives to embody organisational courage. I think courage isn't, it is also, it's also really important to have institutional courage. It isn't just about what the kids do every day. It's also about what our staff do. It's what we do as a school. And I think this school, um, you know, having the courage to speak about the things that matter, whether that is about um, going to COP and speaking there, which, which, uh, which I was lucky enough to do, but also a couple of our kids and then loads of our alumni who just happen to be there. It's amazing. Um, but, you know, or helping to shape the educational um, discourse in our in our country. I would, again, incredibly uh, privileged to be asked to go and speak at the House of Commons about um, minority representation in STEM subjects. But whatever whatever the issue is, it's, and you know, if, if it's something that you care about and you believe in, having the courage to talk about it publicly, that, that that's that's important. And I think we ought to... We ought to live that as a school, but we do live it as a school. Courage takes many different forms and the resilience which comes with trying new things should never be underestimated. In the words of Winston Churchill. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. We hope you enjoyed Alain's Rock On, Courage. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to our channel wherever you get your podcasts. With thanks to all staff, students and alumni who made this podcast possible, narrated by me, Freya, produced and edited by Sarah McGee, final edit by the Bonjour Podcast Agency. <laughs>